episode number 38. Uh, as always, a big thank you to everybody listening right now. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, so with this episode, this one's going to be a little bit different to some of the more recent episodes I've done. In that I don't have, in that I don't have a guest today. It's just going to be me flying solo. So everyone uh, gets the privilege of listening to my monotone voice for the next five or ten minutes. Uh, should only be a should be a nice and short one. I was just out for a walk and I was just thinking to myself, whenever I put any information out about hamstring injuries, I tend to get a lot of feedback, a lot of interest, a lot of questions. So I thought I would do a podcast on, so a podcast where I go through four tips I have for decreasing the likelihood of hamstring injuries, uh, just because it's such a topic to get such interest. Uh, so these tips will be relevant for anyone who has never suffered a hamstring injury before and just wants to make sure they're ticking some boxes to decrease the likelihood of ever suffering hamstring injury. And also these will be very applicable for people who have previously suffered hamstring injuries. These tips will help with your injury rehabilitation and then obviously will help with decreasing your likelihood of suffering further hamstring injuries down the track. Yeah. Now also in regards to this podcast, I did actually just record this whole podcast about 10 minutes ago and then I accidentally deleted the audio file. So yeah, hopefully I can do as good a job this time as I did previously. Anyway, without further ado, we'll jump straight into these four tips. So tip number one for decreasing likelihood of hamstring injuries is, sounds pretty obvious, but the tip is strengthen the hamstrings. So when we when strengthening the hamstrings, we want to have a focus on building eccentric strength. We want to include exercises that target the hamstrings proximally at the hips and exercises that target them distally at the knees. So the hamstrings cross two joints. So they cross the hip joint and the knee joint, and they perform actions at both of these joints. So we want to include exercises in our training that target them at the hips. So example of these exercises are any of your hinge type exercises. So any type of RDL variation. And then obviously we want exercises that target them at the knees. So example of exercises that target them at the knee are stability ball leg curls or Nordics. Um, now then when we look at the action, so most hamstring injuries tend to occur during sprinting. If we look at the actions that the hamstrings perform during sprinting, so the hamstrings are powerful hip extensors that also work to decelerate knee extension. Now, if we're including exercises that target the hamstring, hamstrings at the hips, such as RDLs, we're ticking that first box of training them as hip extensors, so we're building that hip extension strength. And then if we're also including exercises that target them at the knees, such as your stability ball leg curls or Nordics, we're ticking that second box as well. We're strengthening them um, in that role of working to decelerate knee extension. So yeah, those are kind of the boxes we want to tick when strengthening the hamstrings. Now, tip number two, uh, strengthen the glutes. So I would say of pretty much every single athlete I've ever had come in that I've worked with that has a history of hamstring injuries has had very weak glutes. Now, the glutes are the dominant hip extensor of the body. Uh, hamstrings help the glutes with this action. So if the glutes are weak, uh, the hamstrings are going to have to pick up the slack there and do more work than they probably should be doing, which can contribute to hamstring injuries. So yeah, strong glutes um, strong glutes are important if you want to decrease your likelihood of suffering hamstring injuries. Now, when it comes to strengthening the glutes, uh, keep it quite simple. So any of your bent knee hip extension exercises, so things like double leg bridges, uh, single leg glute bridges, hip thrust, 
those types of exercises are all great for strengthening the glutes. Uh, then onto the third tip. So this one's a big one, and I think it's one that's kind of missed and overlooked by a lot of athletes. So the third tip is sprint regularly. So as I mentioned before, majority of hamstring injuries tend to occur when sprinting. Now, the best way to condition the hamstrings to the demands of sprinting is to actually sprint. Now, as I said, as I mentioned, this is something that I think a lot of athletes miss out on. A lot of athletes don't get ex- don't get regular exposure to high-speed sprinting. Now, it doesn't have to be a lot, even if you're just micro-dosing in a few sprints every week. But I think it's important for athletes to be hitting that kind of top speed uh, around once a week, just like I said, to maintain the uh, body's ability to be able to cope with the demands of sprinting. Now, when I say sprinting, we want these sprints. So this could just be as simple as for any sort of field athlete, just tacking on a few sprints to the start of any field session. So a few, say, 40 to 60 meter sprints at the start of any field session, even just once a week. Uh, If you haven't sprinted for a while, you do need to build back into it. Sprinting is very tough on the body. So if you haven't done it for a while, you slowly, you need to build back into it. But then once your body is fine with coping with the demands of sprinting, then you want to keep sprinting regularly to ensure you lose, you don't lose that ability to be able to cope with the demands of sprinting. Now, when you're sprinting, we want each sprint to be a max effort. So it means we want full recovery between sprints. So a rough guide for how long to rest is 30 seconds to a minute of rest for every 10 meters sprinted. So say if you're going to do uh, two to three 40-meter sprints, we're looking at two to three minutes rest between each sprint. So like I said, we want those sprints to be uh, max. We want those sprints to be max efforts. Ah, uh, yeah. So keep that in mind. So sprint regularly. Uh, then the fourth and final tip is uh, ensure your conditioning is at the level it needs to be at. So fatigue is a big factor in a lot of injuries, and particularly hamstring injuries. So it's another one that just sounds like common sense, really. The fitter you are, the less likely you are to suffer a hamstring injury. Yeah. So make sure your conditioning is at the level it needs to be at. Uh, so those those are my four tips for decreasing your likelihood of hamstring injuries. Uh, just to recap them quickly. So number one, strengthen the hamstrings. Number two, strengthen the glutes. Number three, sprint regularly. Uh, number four, ensure your conditioning is at the level it needs to be at. Uh, hope, I hope someone, I hope you guys all get some sort of value out of this. Um, yeah, let me know what you think. If you have any questions, feel free to send them through. Um, yeah, that's it for me today. Uh, thanks again to everybody who listens.